Hey neighbors, welcome back to the Flower House. Flower House. I'm your host Tamara, and I'm your co-host Christina. We should have hit record a few minutes ago. We were actually really funny right before we started recording. You guys missed out, ha ha! You should have been in the Flower House earlier. Um, but you should probably let that go. Don't take it personal. Yeah. Speaking of letting go, today's episode is all about letting go. Let go of that diet. Let go of those pants that you do not need to fit into again. Let go of that man. Let go of that woman. And let go of that toxic relationship. We're here live with professionals. Ourselves. Let go of your kids. (laughs) Don't let go of the kids. Do not let go of the kids and don't let go of the will. Okay? Don't let go of the will on the highway. (laughs) It won't end well. All right. So, <laughs> so letting go, what is letting go, Christina? Okay, so I would say like emotionally letting go, I would say it's more of taking a step back and releasing, like if you have someone negative in your life, taking a step back and releasing that negative person in your life to improve your own self, to be able to like, I'm not going to let you be here and do this to me, I'm going to let go and it's going to be great. <laughs> so I, I like the way that you describe that, actually. And so I guess in your mind, letting go is choosing yourself. And not even just yourself, but like if it's affecting like even people you love, like if something was like my son was in a class this past summer and we did not feel like it was good for him his mental state so we let it go so just for like those around you and stuff like that just you know you outweigh the pros and cons that's fair that's fair and choosing happiness I think I mean I think that's you know it's part of being an adult right it's just it's making sure that you put the things that you value first Mm -hmm. I think that's very important but I would describe letting go a little bit differently. Okay. I would describe it as closure. Okay. And not necessarily closure that has to come from someone else, but being able to give yourself closure. And that's definitely something that I struggle with. Like, oh my God. Oh, you told me before you struggled with forgiveness and that closure of like forgiving other people. Is this linked to like that closure of like letting go? I, I think they're I think they're very closely related. But they're different, but they're like yeah, like you said, they're related, yeah. I feel like. They are. And I think sometimes knowing when to let go is really important. Yeah. You know, and so Because it can be too late. It can be too late. And sometimes you're just shoveling into a relationship. You're shoveling into, well, I, I guess everything is a relationship, right? A friendship, a relationship, or whatever it is, and you're shoveling into that. And while you're like shoveling into that, they're just taking more and more. And they're giving you back bad apples, you know? And and you're giving them good peaches, Maybe not peaches is the right word. What fruit. is such such an unfair trade, by the way? This is kind of like beans and the cow. The magic beans and the cow. But you know, like it's it's like you're and at one point they were shoveling in just as much as you were shoveling in, right? Or at least you felt like they were. And just knowing like 
okay, that guy is not going to suddenly start shoveling into this relationship. That friendship, that friend isn't going to suddenly start calling you as much as you call them. You know, I guess any other relationship that you could have, right? They're not going to suddenly start doing that unless A, you communicate and B, they don't realize what they're doing and C, these are all like have to happen at the same time, right? Like you can't just have one or two and then C, they have to want to change. You can't force anyone to change. Mm -hmm. But so many times in life, we have to have closure for ourselves because you're not going to get that from the other person. Mm-hmm. For example, like if if you had an argument with someone and they blocked you and in your mind you were right, in their mind they were right, you can't hold on for that to that forever. So you have to let it go. You have to find closure with the situation in your mind and let that go. Because if you don't, it's going to weigh you down and take time out of your day and your life and you're not going to be as pretty anymore because now you're stressed and it's just <laughs> going to be, it's going to be awful. So, you know what I mean? I feel like in a way, like, that can be almost like someone grieving too, like you losing a friendship. Absolutely. Then you have to like let go and it's kind of like, I feel like a grieving period where you have to just accept like this is how things are and it's for the better and it's just how it is but it's it's really weird it's not weird but it feels really strange to grieve someone that's not dead yeah no i know what you mean like you know like you're still alive but i have no answers from you on why this is not why we are not friends anymore why we're not you know Um, communicating anymore it's just like okay now I have to go back and you know say in my mind like okay yeah that could have been different and this could have been different but at the end of the day it's going to be for the best Mm -hmm. Um, and in some situations it's not honestly if I ever block you I feel bad for whoever I block like you've lost a great person like Like, you fucked up, bro. Don't lose me. Um, but <laughs> You really messed up. You really messed up. Like, I, I can't remember. I can. But I don't think I've ever blocked anyone for any significant amount of time. You know? <laughs> like, it was like, I'm going to block you for 24 hours. <laughs> and if you reach out to me. I'll answer, but, (laughs) but I blocked you for a little while. Um, But, you know, so it's, it's interesting having to find that closure within yourself Mm -hmm. and that's letting go, right? It's it's letting go of the things that you can't control. Right. And And that's important. It is. And it, it takes a whole lot of growth, especially when you know that you weren't the one that was wrong. Right. You think you're the one that wasn't wrong. Right. (laughs) But You know, there's three sides to every story. That's true. Sometimes there's four. Yeah? Third person involved? No, I was was just saying if one person comes up with multiple stories for different crowds. (laughs) Oh, Oh, that's true too. I I think I mentioned this before on the podcast, but um, after I had, or after I found out I was pregnant with my son, I felt like I suddenly had 
a lot of friends or people I considered friends just stopped talking to me. And I was just like, well, this is kind of weird. Like I would message them and they just keep it very short. And maybe, (laughs) you know, maybe, um, you know, and then after I had my son, I didn't really have a lot of time to really keep up with people because you're living on that no sleep life, newborn schedule. You don't have time for anything. So it made it even harder to try to connect back with people. But they stopped talking to you like they only talked to versions. <laughs> and they're like, she's pregnant? I think Shit. it's because in my, in my friend group, nobody else had a kid. And they weren't really planning on having kids. Or, you know, but so I lost a lot of people I considered friends. They just stopped talking to me. But not everyone. Like, I have a lot of friends that they still talk to me today. And I'm very glad for that. And like you, you still talk to me. You come and see my son, not me. You come and see him. So (laughs) he's my child. (laughs) It always makes me feel, you know, like when I think back about it, I'm like, you know, that really sucked that people just stopped talking to me just because I was pregnant. Honestly, that was when I needed people the most. (laughs) Um, if I have to be honest so it really sucks because it is a very like vulnerable and emotion time emotional time in my life but I look back and I'm like you know what though I see the people who did show up and I see the people who still talk to me and are friends with me so they're the ones who showed me that they really are my friends the ones that still message me see you know they'll send cards to like me and my son or they'll just show up you know I'm like those are the real real MVPs (laughs) We're out here, guys. If your friends don't treat you well, get new friends. If they, if they just stop being a friend because, like, you're having a kid, they're not really they're, – they're not going to treat your kid nice. <laughs> like, That's true. That's true. And, I mean, I think there's different points in our lives, especially for women. I, I've noticed that men tend to – They say friends for people for ages. And it's so weird. It is so weird. Like, they tend to have a ton of friends for nothing. They're like, hey, dude, you like beer? (laughs) Me too. Brothers for life. Like, I... (laughs) So, I find that so funny. That's my voice for all men, just so y'all know. (laughs) I find it so funny because I don't want to, like, stereotype or generalize, but my dad can be friends with everyone. I am not kidding. There was someone in our neighborhood. We moved out of state far away from my, my where my dad lives, okay? And there was someone in my very small neighborhood that was Facebook friends with my dad. And this is a very small neighborhood. And I was like, how do they know my dad? <laughs> it's just because, like, you know, they probably met one time somehow and they connected over football and now they're friends on Facebook. <laughs> It's, it's, it's crazy but you know for the normal species women um <laughs> we're not emotional at all we don't let you know things get in the way of reality uh, <laughs> totally not never there's i feel like there's different points in our lives where we realize which friends we have like mm-hmm. for me when i was in college i was like oh my god i had so many friends <laughs> And then I like graduated. I was like, everybody's my friend. We're all friends. The whole school. <laughs> and then I graduated and I was like, these two right here are my friends. And then I started working and I was like, this one. 
you know it's like you reach different stages yeah you reach different stages in life and you're like okay and you have to say is this a school friend is this a work friend is this a friend friend because they're all different (laughs) I I could tell you like like I said at school I had a lot of friends like everybody knew me hey Tamara hey or you know whatever they would call me right and always nice things no one ever was like, what's up, bitch? Like, that never happened, you know? But <laughs> that wouldn't have went too well. Um, <laughs> but, you know, you know, at work, I-, I could tell you, like, at my first job, I had a lot of friends, right? Like, everybody was my friend. And when I left that job, I stayed in contact with two people. To this day, I'm in contact with one person. You know, like, it's it's okay, I mean, it's not that they those people did anything wrong. It's it's more of a fall off than a fallout. Mm-hmm. But it's like drifting it's, apart. Yeah, it is. But you realize like these are my work friends versus these are my real friends. Well, you know, my friend friends. That like the friend that I'm gonna call in the middle of the night because I got a flat tire. Those are the ones you don't let go. Those are the exactly. Yeah. Um, and sometimes you meet those friends at work. Sometimes you meet them at school but you know oftentimes you just don't see that coming and then when for some reason you're not friends with them anymore say that friend fell in love with you and you're like we can't be friends Tamara's living a Korean drama guys (laughs) I mean these things happen yeah (laughs) you know like like so many times you end up in like you're like oh yeah we're friends and then you're like they didn't think we were friends <laughs> and it's you know like wouldn't I text mm-hmm. you back buddy but <laughs> but you know like so many times that happens and I don't remember what I was talking about but so many <laughs> we're talking about letting go Tamara letting go letting go but you know like so many times that happens where you think like this is your friend and they're not and you just have to let that person go Mm-hmm. And you have to say, okay, this person isn't going to be in my life anymore. And it could be hard, especially if that person, you know, was in charge of making sure that you parked your car straight. Like, so, now you have to park straight on your own. <laughs> and it sucks. But they don't work there anymore. <laughs> so... It's not just um, people, though. There's, like, other things that you If that cat keeps running away or that dog keeps running away, let it go. It's for the streets. No, no, that's not what I'm saying. Oh. No. Go ahead. Nope. (laughs) Guys, I just want to go ahead and clarify. Tamara has never been a pet owner before, so... Let it go. She doesn't have that kind of bond you get when you have a pet. She's just like, just let that animal go. Yeah, I'm... I am a firm believer in if it's got fur, it could survive outside. I mean, in its natural habitat, right? Like, I wouldn't put a cat outside in Alaska. Like, I'm pretty sure cats don't belong in Alaska. You know, like a naked cat. Like, Okay, Tamara. You know what I mean? But Mm. a husky in Alaska, buddy, I think you could survive. Anyways... (laughs) Not animals, but there's other things you could afford to let go. Like, let's say, like for me, um, I'm trying, it's really hard, 
I'm trying to let go of looking at the news so much because honestly, I open the news and it's really depressing and it's really shitty and it makes me feel absolutely horrible about the future that my son is going to be growing into. And it makes me have this whole like rethinking process of like this whole plan. Like, okay. You can't kill him. <laughs> no, so that he doesn't no. have to do with this. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm, I'm thinking like this whole rethinking plan of like how we're going to do like, okay. Um, like, like schooling, like, you know, there's a lot of options, homeschool, public school, private school. And you're trying to like, think about what is the best option. And then you see something on the Charter news school. and <laughs> you see something on the news and it, it like influences the way you think. And I'm trying to like, stay away from so much toxic news, especially with the news that's been on like every day that my husband watches about Ukraine and Russia. And it's just like, Oh my God, please stop watching it because this is depressing. It's really bothering me. Like, so I'm trying to like stay away from that. Cause it doesn't give me a good mental space. All right. At the same time, I'm over here like, I want to be informed. So it's really hard. Spark um, notes the war. But <laughs> so who and what kind of things do you think we should let go of? I think so. I do want to add one more thing that um, sometimes we should let go of, and that's objects. I think, mm -hmm. you know, sometimes we get so attached to objects. You're like, oh, I got this from such and such. I got that from such and such. And I love this. And, you know, you like get so attached. Like our phones. Oof. You know, we get, you know, we get so attached to like material things. Mm -hmm. And you're like, it's going to be the end of the world if I don't have that. Mm -hmm. But not to be dramatic, but my house kind of went kafooey, you know, a little earlier this year. Camera like, still alive. <laughs> kaboom. It was like Chef Ramsay's kitchen, like when they're trying to make, I don't know, something in a pan and like they're like, we need fire. That's that's how that <laughs> shit lit up. And uh, <laughs> I think it needs more oil. Just a little bit. But it really taught me, like, wow, you have to let things go. There were so many things. And, and you know, I, we did get some of the things that we, we've cherished out. But there were so many things that were like, I have to have this. Mm -hmm. And and then we didn't have it. And it kind of made me see, like, I could have gotten rid of it so long ago because I'm living fine without it. Mm -hmm. Right? And the other thing is, like, I just got a new phone. And my text messages didn't come over. 17.5 gigs of text messages did not come over. Ooh. Yeah. And at first I was like, oh my God, I'm going to die. I have no history with anyone. Oh, wow. And so you know what I did instead of dying? I was like, wait, this is the perfect time to be like, new phone, who it is? So <laughs> I went through my contacts and I deleted people that I don't really want to ever hear from again there you go so if they ever reach out to me i will be like who is this <laughs> i'm sorry i have no recollection of anything that's ever happened here oh nice to hear from you how's the baby oh you didn't have a baby <laughs> wrong <laughs> person <laughs> wrong john my bad <laughs> uh <laughs> but but seriously you know it's it's a matter of letting go and saying, okay, is it important? Can I live without it? And it turns out you can live without anything. You don't need things. Except your heart 
and your kidneys. That's and- not a thing. <laughs> it's a part of your body. <laughs> your body's not a thing. <laughs> Animals aren't things. <laughs> I mean, uh, somebody might need their inhaler if they. <laughs> That's not- these are valid points. You know, you might need. Your I know what you're saying. I'm just, tank, I'm just being. You know? I'm being difficult. I'm being difficult. I know what you're saying. You can live without, like, your favorite purse or shoes or glasses. You can get new ones. You can get new ones. Glasses and you'll is a big them. one for me. <laughs> if I lose, if I don't lose my glasses. Let me just go and say that. But the moment I take my glasses off, I'm going to sleep. Because I can't see shit without my glasses. So if I don't have my glasses, I'm blind. And if I'm blind, I feel like I'm trapped in this horrible nightmare of not being able to see. And I hate it. I would like to like spend a day in the life of somebody that wears glasses, you know. Be like, wow, so it's just been blurry for y'all. It's like It's awful, Tamara. It's like the radio station, like when you can't quite get the radio station, but of eyes, you know, it's like, it's, it's, it's a horrible, it's a horrible feeling. And I, I wear my glasses so much that I try not to think about it, but literally the moment I take my glasses off, I'm like, I feel vulnerable, like exposed. Anyways, this isn't about glasses. Anyways. Um, <laughs> so let it go. Who, who, and what should we let go though? And why? I think you should let anything go that's not serving you. Mm-hmm. Not to say that everything in your life has to be giving, giving, giving to you. Like you don't match my energy, so. <laughs> Basically, if you don't match my energy, bitch, bye. Like, <laughs> and I have a lot of energy to match. So good luck with that. But no, <laughs> but if it's something that's like bringing you down, mm-hmm. like, like you don't news? necessarily. Yeah. You know, it doesn't necessarily have to add to your life, even though I'm a big, big supporter of, are you adding value? No. Yes, you Goodbye. are. Goodbye. Um, I do that with everything, not just people, places, and things. Yeah, not just people. Anyways. Mm-hmm. But I think it's it's important to say, hey, you know, I don't like the way I feel after that interaction. That took something from me. It took energy from me. It didn't mm-hmm. give me energy. It, I'm a plant, and you are watering me with pine saw. I'm not growing. I just smell good. You know what I mean? Okay, that makes sense. Okay. So yeah. basically things that put you in a negative state of mind. Exactly. And the reason why is obvious. I feel like, I mean, you... You shouldn't feel that way. It it doesn't add, like you said, value to your life. It just brings you down. So it makes sense. Letting go of those kind of things, I feel like, would add value to your life because now you're not in this horrible state of constantly thinking about it. Exactly. Letting, like knowing when to let go, I feel like it's hard because a lot of times I think that by the time you realize you need to let go of something, it's already affected you in a negative way and you realize oh this is bad (laughs) (laughs) when should you let go I mean obviously I mean I feel like obviously when you realize like this isn't good for you you should but are there warning signs ahead of time before you get yourself in the long haul of a heartache (laughs) so first I want to say it's never too late to let go should you have let go earlier yeah 
but that just because it's too late doesn't mean that you should keep holding on let go let go now you won't keep getting poisoned by the same thing but i do think there's warning signs if if you you know try to communicate that hey this is a problem and they are self-absorbed and they're not saying like hey yeah or if you feel like they're not valuing you then you could say okay like for example if you were putting so much value on someone and you were like, hey, you know, I really just want to make sure that you ate because I noticed that you were losing weight. And I don't know. I'm just hoping that somebody asks if I ate and then offers me bagels. But uh, I would love it if somebody was like, want some food? Take some cookies. Right? Like, thanks. I'll take that. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, you know, if you're you're pouring into someone and you're you know you're taking the time, the energy to to, to care for them, and you notice that they're not doing the same, let them go, mm-hmm. or at least communicate to them. Hey, you know, I need I you to step this. up your game. <laughs> exactly, or or you know, if if you communicate with someone and you feel like you have to beg someone to do the right thing, let them go. <laughs> like. You are so valuable as a person that you shouldn't have to beg anyone to do the right thing. You should be able to say, oh, you don't want to do the right thing? Bye. And every time, I think I might have talked about this in like the boundaries episode, but every time I get new friends now, like as an adult, I just, when they, the first time they do something wrong, well, not wrong, but something that I don't like and makes me feel any type of way on a value level. I just let them know. I'm like, hey, I pour a lot of time, energy, and money into my relationships. And if you can't reciprocate that, that's fine. But I'm not going to deal with someone that is not willing to respect my value because it's a disservice to myself. I'm not going to beg anyone to be in my life. Mm -hmm. I've got a friend I could do a podcast with, like... The fuck you bitches guy like <laughs> you know what I mean like there's too many people that that value me mm-hmm. for me to allow someone else to not value me and I think I think that's so important especially when you start looking at different relationships right now that doesn't mean like oh yeah go cut your parents off like bro maybe they're just busy with like their other 15 kids you know like chill out but you know what I mean I don't know if I'm making any sense no you are and and I think like like you said don't cut your parents out I think that um you're right like don't just assume like oh they're they're not talking to you right away or there's something going on it's not always about you other people have their lives too it doesn't mean they don't love you it doesn't mean they don't value you it's just sometimes people can't always be focused on the other person, you know, That's true. they got, they got their own lives and it's not because they don't care about you. Um, there's a difference between parents being busy or preoccupied and toxic parents, yes. you know, like if they're toxic, Friends adding, well. yeah, yeah. Same thing. Like if they're adding negativity and they're making you feel bad about yourself, like, you know, you know, they make those sly comments about 
the way you do things or the things you like. They'll just kind of add in a mm. comment there and they'll be like, oh, but I didn't mean it like that. Or if you confront them, that's what they'll say. And you yeah. know, you get that feeling. That's that's different than And parents. when you get that feeling, I want Yeah, exactly like that. To let go. You know, yeah. And it's not it's the Marvin diff- Gaye song, guys. Stop dancing. <laughs> it's different than like parents just not having time at the moment to listen to you talk about what you ate for lunch. <laughs> that, that's true. And, and it's funny that you say that because I'm so dramatic. I'll be like, oh my God. They didn't answer. I am too. I'm like, I'm like, what if they leave me for roadkill? What if? And they're like, I was in the shower. I'm like, the shower doesn't have Bluetooth now. Um, Like, come back here when I tell you what I ate for breakfast. Exactly. But, but no, seriously, you know, I I don't think that just applies to parents either. I think that applies to everyone, whether you're, you know, in a friendship, in a relationship, in a parentship, in a grandchildship, you just have to communicate. You mm-hmm. have to say, hey, I don't like this. And if they want to do anything about it or take the time and explain it to you, then they can. If they don't want to, hey, chuck that middle finger up and let the index <laughs> finger follow. You and know, c- communicating is so important because. They might not even realize that what they're doing bothers you or they might not realize how it could be a problem because everybody was raised in a household different than the other person. They were raised with different values, different morals, maybe. Um, You know, they were just raised by different parents than you were. So Unless it's your siblings. Yeah, that's different. But in general, like friendships. So maybe they do something and you're like, why would they do that? And to them, it's completely normal because that's what they've all they knew because they grew up that way. So unless you communicate with them and talk to them and explain to them, hey, I don't like the way you talk to me there or whatever. And maybe they were talked to their parents their whole life like that, which is really sad. And they don't know any better. So being a good friend is having that communication and explain that to them. But also realizing if they're not willing to to change that to improve themselves, well, that's only gonna not improve you. <laughs> so exactly, yeah. So an example that I'm willing to share. Ta-da. I had a couple of really good friends, and you know, it it got to a point where I was just like, you know, this is not working, and. So it was almost like going through a breakup, but uh, I feel like it was almost more intense because like this is your best friend, right? This is somebody that you trusted for an extended period of time, um, much longer than, you know, a lot of relationships last. So <laughs> you're like, you know, you know, it hurts. It hurts mm-hmm. letting go of people and you're going to think of them all the time. And, you know, you've been with them through seven birthdays. And so every time their birthday pops up, you're like, happy birthday in your mind, because now you're not communicating with them. Mm -hmm. But you have to let them go. Yeah, it'll eat you up. It'll eat you up. And, you know, eventually, eventually you'll stop thinking about them every day. And eventually you'll only think about them when it's good memories. And eventually you'll move on. 
But it's important right. that you allow yourself to at least go through that process rather than just holding on. It's like that grieving waiting. process. Yeah. Yeah. You have to. Well, ending on a little sad note, but is there anything you want to add before I go into the good news minute? I'd like to add a happy note. Well, the good news is happy. Yeah, but you said ending on a sad note. Listen, letting go will open you up for new opportunities. So let go sooner rather than later. That's true. That's happy note. Thanks. I wanted to find the right sign. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so there was these two honeymooners, David Squalante and Dorian Smith. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. I know. I said her name right. It's Doran. Not Dorian. I was, I was laughing Smith. at Squalante. I know you were, but <laughs> Squalante. Um, David Scalante and Doran Smith, um, they were in Barcelona having their honeymoon and they're newlyweds. Wait, they were is on she their... now a Squalante as well? I guess. David and Doran Squalante? Her... Unless she decided to keep her last name. Some I'd keep Smith. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Tamara. Sorry, David. You have a great name. Squalante. I, I like that. It's... Um, anyways... The newlyweds were on their way to tour a park when they saw a group of women standing around and they're like panicking next to a doorway. And in the doorway, there was thick smoke coming out and they saw flames coming out of the door. They didn't speak Spanish. They just ran inside the burning building and they said it was as if they were all communicating in a universal language because they didn't understand what was being explained to them and they couldn't, the other people, the women couldn't understand them, but it's like they all knew what needed to be done. So they entered a room that wasn't on fire and they realized it was a nursery and there was 15 to 20 babies sleeping and they all just kind of lined up, uh, lined everyone up and they started grabbing the babies and putting them in the crib to get them out. And it took like 10 minutes and everyone was okay. They got all the babies out to safety oh. And they continued their honeymoon. They went right on to, to the park tour that they planned after saving like 20 babies. That's awesome. But <laughs> so they just ran into a burning building? Yeah, a burning nursery. Yeah. They just saw that they needed help. They ran in and got the babies out and then they went back to their honeymoon tour. And I'm just over here. Just a part of our morning jog. And, and like they didn't understand the language, but they knew like, hey, they need help. I mean, I don't think there's much you need to say. There's a burning building. You got to make sure everybody's out. So, yeah, I just maybe like I'm just thinking like in Barcelona, the language they would be speaking it would be Spanish. Mm-hmm, Spanish. And I could see how they would figure it out because it's like with enough pointing, there's words that match, right? Like babies, right. baby, or something <laughs> like that. You know, like they could figure it out. I think the crazy thing is like. They just ran inside a burning building, like in a foreign country. Yeah, and they they said that there was nothing on the exterior building that hinted it was a nursery or anything. They just thought they could have been running into a normal apartment building. They didn't know there was babies in there. Maybe they're like firefighters, low key. So they did mention this is goodnewsnetwork.org uh, that Squilante is now exploring possibilities to become a volunteer firefighter in his hometown. After that. I can't imagine volunteering to risk my life, but you know, that's wonderful. <laughs> well, 
I think that's amazing. They just say it's like very commendable. Babies. I know that if that was my baby, I would be like, where are these people? I need to thank them because that's, that's something like parents, that's their life right there. It is. When they send their babies to a nursery, they literally are taking their heart out of their chest and they're saying, all right, go survive in this world. <laughs> it's hard. <laughs> I can imagine. That sounds terrible. I don't think I'd walk around without my heart. But yeah, it's pretty hard. That's why I like hold hold my heart's hand pretty pretty hard. No. <laughs> like, don't run don't you there. run. <laughs> Anyways, thank you guys for joining us this week on the Flower House. And great work to David and Doran Guilante. Yeah, and um And congratulations. Yeah, congratulations on your, your wedding too. Wow. I hope you guys are all able to let some things go, let some people go. Don't let this podcast go, though. No, no, no. Come back next week. We're going to be talking about something else, not letting go. But <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. Bye.